Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as Talking Derek. This guy's Talking Jesse. Oh my gosh, I was gonna—I was literally gonna make that joke. Yeah, well, you were gonna—you were gonna introduce me as the vice mayor, also known as Thunderstick, and I was gonna be like, "No, Derek, I go by Talking Jesse today." Yeah, too bad. And then you just—yeah, I just—you well, you ruined it. You ruined it. I was making it. You ruined it before I ruined it. And I got to it before you could. But we are very excited, of course, to be joined today by Talking Jake from John Boy Media. Uh, this show, of course, is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We hope you're all having a wonderful afternoon. We are very excited. Uh, we just got done talking uh, to Jake, talk, talking, talking to Jake, to talking, Jake. talking to talking Jake. But, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, we know what he said about the Arizona Diamondbacks and his win prediction uh, for the year, and we know that much like many of you, we were not happy with him. Yeah, we came. Uh, we came right for him. We came we, right. We for made him. him. We made him give us an answer. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. So, without any further ado, uh, here's our conversation with our friend Talking Jake. Starting off, congrats on getting married. Uh, congrats to you and the misses. Awesome. I'm so uh, so so happy for you. How does it feel? <laughs> it's good, man. I mean, I've my joke, which I, I look back in hindsight, and it's I don't know some. Not bad guy stuff because it's my now wife, but I, I used to always say we're Northeast married. Like we've been living together and we've had <laughs> we've been living together and we've had a dog for six years. Okay, yeah, so, that's absolutely know, married. The the marriage was uh, symbolic of our love, which is yeah. very beautiful. Um, but you know, we we came back home, same apartment. We've been living together. Yeah, you know, she still doesn't understand why there's a pile of clothes next to my my spot in the bed, and I don't either. But <laughs> yeah. it just happens. And yeah, I'm sorry, no. babe. I love you. I get you. But uh, no, man, I'm I'm stoked. She's the best, and uh, you know, one last thing: ready for baseball. Yeah, right. All that, all that taken care of uh, during the off season, which I approve of that move as well, doing it during the off season. But we really just got you here today to challenge you guys in blitzball. That's all we really wanted. Let's go. Well, that's all. That's all we wanted to go. <laughs> I, hey, man! If, if you guys are out here, let us know. The warehouse is open, and we're we're starting to. Uh, me and Jimmy had a realization the other day. You know, thirty three and thirty four that. Our blitzball timeline's not looking great. We, 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 we got we to get some more wins in while we can, so we're, we're open to it. Well, between that uh, one-inning roulette, floorball, and everything else you guys do in the warehouse games, you guys at, at John Boy Media have been broadcasting more sporting events than ESPN, it feels like. So, I mean, 
I guess the next logical step, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. We're curious. Are you guys planning to step in for uh, Diamond Sports Group and their whole situation? We're wondering <laughs> if John Boy Media might be the next big thing, you know, stepping in as a, as a regional sports network, Jake, maybe? Yeah. With Without my lawyers here, here's what I can say. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. We do enough in that warehouse, man. That, yeah, I'm, my hips are hurting. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I know we played, uh, we, we played a broom ball on ice and I fell several times and it was enough for me to realize, um, I'm, I'm not a broom ball player for sure, but, uh, you guys do keep it fun over there and we thank you for that. We have a fun time watching you guys, but, uh, we also got you here to grill you a bit. Um, because this question is the reason that you're here. This is why you're here. Uh, we, we feel a bit, uh, betrayed. To be honest, okay. uh, now we're this, talking. Yeah, <laughs> you took the under on 74 and a half wins for an up and coming Diamondbacks team that won 74 games last year. Um, explain yourself. Explain. <laughs> so uh, I, we're going to win 73 on the nose and that's oh, fine no. <laughs> because here's the deal. Young players go through stuff in Major League Baseball. Literally every young player throughout the history of time has something. Mike Trout's first year as a call-up, not good. Aaron Judge's first year as a call-up, not good. Now, I know we have guys with some experience. And, man, I keep forgetting about guys, uh, whether it's like a Dre Jameson or, I mean, Fott or whoever it is, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's very impressive, the farm system that the Snakes have built up. And yeah. the bigger problem is the big bad wolves in our neighborhood that – Correct. We're going to let yeah. fizzle Correct. out over the next year and a half or so, and that's when we take over. But, I mean, the Dodgers the Dodgers stumble into 100 games. I, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it seems like they, they won a buck 11 last year. That doesn't just happen. The Padres, I mean, Seidler is I, – I, we started joking on Talking Baseball that there's like a 1% chance this ends as like a – a bad documentary, like all the money's fake. Or something. <laughs> what they're doing in San Diego is crazy. And even the giants, like they have a yeah. little bit of giants voodoo that, you know, I, I think they're going to be better than 81 wins. So it's less of a shot at the snakes who I think the deadline rolls around and we've got young guys balling and figuring it out for some of them. And you trade away a couple, maybe the veterans in the bullpen, maybe Guriel has a nice uh, little pit stop in Arizona that if the under hits, and that's why I was so excited when you said how excited you guys are for this baseball season, because it really is, man. You go yeah. around the diamond, and there are young guys with potential, and even there's a layer to it with another set of prospects that is really deeper. We just did all the baseball teams and all 30 organizations and you know top prospects and who's on the team, and the Diamondbacks, young talent, that's about ready to go. There's not a lot of teams that compete with them. Yeah. Jake, you got you got Dodgers or Padres winning the NOS. I'm I'm Dodgers. They 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 won a one eleven last year. They they all they do is win in the regular season. Um and I think the Padres I think it's a little Philly Philly West like let's just get in the dance and we're gonna do our thing. Because yeah. their top yeah, end yeah, yeah. talent is so good that I think there's going to be a point in this season where it's like, oh, the Dodgers are on pace to win 107. We don't really care. Like, let's be healthy and go into the playoffs with our good guys. That, um, And the Dodgers, there's something up there, man. Like, you know, they're letting superstars now walk away 
Yeah. And yeah. I don't last year they won one eleven after letting Scherzer go. Turner goes this year. I, I don't know. I think they love their young prospects and people don't talk about them enough. Vargas, yeah. Stone, uh, there's another pitcher there that, you know, just their track record, a couple of those guys are probably going to be really good. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go Dodgers regular season, but I still like the Padres postseason-wise, man. They're built for it. They really are. They really are. Um, and now you talked a bit about the young addition, the, some of the things the Diamondbacks have done, the the young players. But uh, what were your thoughts on the Dalton Varsho trade with the Blue Jays bringing in Gabriel Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel? Did you, did you like that trade for the Diamondbacks? So I liked it for the Snakes. Um, I really do. I, I think Varsho, I mean, he's a short king like myself. I, I, think, he's yeah. list, list, <laughs> I think he's listed 5'10", and that's one of the biggest lies in baseball. Yeah, he's it absolutely not. is. It absolutely <laughs> is. I, I'm, uh, you know, I, at this point in my life, I'm 5'7", wearing shoes, and yeah. Varsho wasn't too far off. Um, <laughs> so all that being said, I love him, and he broke, breaks out last year. Um, I'm interested to see this year for him in the AL East, right? He's going to be playing only outfield. They're taking away his catching yeah. duties, which that yeah. should be good for him. But also adjusting to a new division is tough. And I say this with all the love to Darn, Dalton Varsho. I think he had like a 109 OPS plus last year, something like yeah. that, yeah. which is a nice season, right? But also it felt like that was the Blue Jays like, bang, we're getting a lefty for the middle of our lineup. And if Dalton takes a step up, you know, I that's going to be perfect and a beautiful fit for them. Um, if he has some learning curves to a different division, which a lot of players do, I don't know if he's the perfect piece they were looking for. I think yeah. he was the piece available they were looking for. Well, meanwhile, you get a guy in Moreno, never mind Guriel, who, by the way, he's got some hitting seasons of his own right. that could be on – like Lourdes Gurriel Jr. could have a better hitting Caesar than Dalton Varsho. And that yeah. that's not shots fired at anyone. That's right. just how baseball works. It's definitely a possibility um, for sure. That the fact if they could flip him at the deadline and then you have whatever Moreno turns into, I I really liked it value wise uh for the snakes. Jake, uh, I'm sure you guys have probably already talked about the Corbin Carroll extension on on your show. Obviously, really, really big news uh for us here in Arizona. Eight years, $111 million for a guy who's played 32 big league games and has 115 big league plate appearances. Uh, I know everyone in Arizona, though, is stoked and and certainly thinks that Corbin Carroll is as deserving of that as as anyone who's played in yeah. as few games as, as he has. I mean, he sure, sure has shown quite a bit in, in that short time. What were your thoughts on that extension? You love... Uh, from a fan perspective, you love that a team's willing to do that. Like that, that's the yes. first yeah. zoom out, zoom in. Like the, the fact that the Dimebacks as an organization are willing to give any player that kind of money is a great thing. And like, like we're talking about with this young core, uh, that's good news going forward, especially with what the Padres are doing and what the Mets are doing. Like it, I think we're about to see a next generation of baseball that if you want to compete you can't just do a full cell rebuild and and not add anything to it. I, I think if you wanna if you wanna play with the big boys, you're gonna have to spend in some places. So locking up Corbin Carroll, who has a chance to be special, special. I mean, you love that. You know, go yeah. buy a yeah. jersey, go buy a ticket to the game, right? Um the baseball side of it, um, I think if you're being honest, you like the way you teed it up, you'd love to see a little more of them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it, it, it was 
fun as all hell, man. I mean, even the clips of him running the bases are highlights. Yeah. So the fact that you know you have him locked up, like I said, I'm 33 and the body's body started going about two years ago. You're going to have his best athleticism years where let's see where the hitting lands, which has a chance to be very special. But you know you're going to have his speed years, which if he gets on base at all, he's a problem. He's going to be able to track down balls. And guess what? In those at-bats he did get, he was really good. So Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a super product. So I love it for them. And hey, if even if he if he stays on an okay trajectory, it's good value. If he goes on a nut job, good trajectory, it's amazing value. And that's how you end up being able to form something like the Braves have going, right. which is their version of a dynasty. So, yeah. um, you know, I, with anything, there's risk, right? Like it, you know, injuries, whatever it may be. Um, but I think if you're going to risk it, you risk it for a dude that looks like that on a baseball field. I, I couldn't agree more. And honestly, it's, you're, you're absolutely right about locking these guys in, you know, the, the one thing about it for the diamondbacks is, uh, we, we, we've seen those guys come and go. And we even saw the general manager, Mike Hazen talk the other day about how, you know, he's learned from his mistakes where he should have gone right instead of going left. And he obviously one of those guys was Paul Goldschmidt and the, you know, losing him, uh, and his production was a big impact, but he kind of described also the impact on the on the locker room and the clubhouse itself of losing a guy like that. Uh, and then he also talked about the adverse effect of signing a guy like Corbin Carroll like this and the positivity that kind of resonates through the clubhouse right. a bit after something like this happens that, you know, there's a lot of young guys in there. And when they see the Diamondbacks taking care of Corbin Carroll, it feels like if they perform well, that that's a very strong possibility for them as well. Right. And that's uh, we joked. We talked about we did the Braves uh, team profile and projection today. And uh, we were joking, you know, they're, they're basically only decision they have to make is that shortstop where, by the way, right. they had they had a 22 year old kid who had an, uh, around an 800 OPS and play some shortstop in Vaughn Grisham that we were laughing that, hey, if he goes out and he has a good first two months, he's going to be looking at the front office <laughs> like, hey, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, let's talk. So, <laughs> let's do and, this. <laughs> and like you're saying, that's got to be a pretty cool feeling for a young ball player. where let's look at the other side. I mean, there's there's guys in Tampa, Tyler Glass now. He, do, he does a Rose rotation with Chris Rose. And he basically openly, he, he openly said, he's like, yeah, you know, I know I've got limited time here. Like, if, if yeah. I do me, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get the five-year, you know, 175 million contract. Like, they just yeah. don't do that. So. Yeah. So that's weird, man, when you're a young ball player and this is all you know. Um, so to know that's out there, I, I do think that's that's important, especially with the young core we just talked about. And knowing if you're Alec Thomas, if you're whoever, uh, if you do it the right way, you know, this could be home. And, in a, and, you know, stuff like this does matter to athletes. Like Phoenix, that's a pretty cool up-and-coming city, man. Like, yeah. you know, you can do it right there being a star athlete. So I, I, that matters. Unfortunately for the D-backs, I don't know if Zach Gallon is necessarily next in line as far as an extension is concerned. Uh, his agent, of course, is is one Scott Boris, and, and we all know how, how that tends to go when it's all said and done. Uh, but, Jake, I'm curious. Zach Gallon last year, fifth in Cy Young voting. He had the 44 and a third inning scoreless streak. Pretty incredible stuff down the stretch. 
Uh, he told us at the beginning of the offseason that the uh, the Baseball Writers Association of America folks who did not have him on their ballot, which there were, I believe, 10 of those people. He told us he has a list uh, of, of those people. He knows he knows who those people are. Uh, but Jake, I'm curious, where is Zach Gallen for you in terms of of starting pitcher ranks? Is he is he a true ace? Is he up there with the DeGrom, the, the Verlanders, the Scherzers, those guys, or is he still kind of getting there? And based on what Jesse just told you, keep that in mind that yeah, he holds right. grudges. Yeah, he right. might have you on the on list, the list. <laughs> depending on your answer. <laughs> um, here's what I'll say. I, I think I think this year he can bona fide, case, case closed, it's done. Like, I am a one. Like, throw me out there for that big game. I, I think he probably already can do that. He had the what? The one kind of hiccup season, if you call it that. Um, he's a stud. He, he's yeah, an absolute yeah. stud. It's yeah. with pitchers, pitchers, I, it's the lamest comparison, but it's how my simple brain works. They're ice cream flavors, man. Like, there's so many good pitchers around baseball. It, it's just whatever you like at this point. Like, I. I did, um, you know, I do, I do Wake and Jake, a twice a week sports show, and I did best young pitchers in baseball because I, I thought it was interesting that there's a lot of guys that are uh, age 27. Alcantara is 27. Zach Gallon is 27. There's kind of this batch of Jack Flair. Like, the last group of young pitchers kind of grew up, and I want to yeah. see who was next. And, man – there's a lot of dudes. Zach Allen, I, I, he's one of them. So um, he's elite. I do think him not pitching in games that have mattered down the stretch, people are going to hold that against him. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you pick between a Logan Webb and a Zach Allen? Um, you know, I, I think a lot of D-backs fans would come to the table and say, you know, Zach Allen, he's my guy. Sure. Like I watch sure. yeah. him, he's nasty. Yeah. Guess what Giants fans are going to say? Like, right, right, you know, right, right. And, and right. Logan Webb, he's. He's done it on some big stages too and and back to back years. So hey, Gallon's a stud, like you said. You know, maybe he puts me with the names. I don't think he has to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he is on he is on a path, uh, like you mentioned, Scott Boris and everything he does on a baseball field. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a his his next contract will confirm that he's an ace. How about yeah. that? There yeah. you go. Yeah. And he also has the developers from MLB The Show 2023 on his list as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do have uh, Merrill Kelly going tonight for Team USA yeah. in the World Baseball Classic. What, what are your thoughts on the World Baseball Classic and how fun this this year tournament has been with all of these big superstars participating in it? So I, I've been enjoying it. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. We did a we had a big we filmed Blitzball Battle three last week um, and we had a lot of people in town for that. So we were doing that. Some some of the World Baseball Classic games in the background, and then we sure. usually catch catch the night games. Um, I was I was getting to watch uh, Team Australia with Peter Moylan, which was uh, awesome because he yeah. coached half the guys literally like six weeks ago. He he coached uh, the Melbourne Aces, which half the guys were on that team uh, over <laughs> the winter. So he was like when Romo first came out and he was calling plays and you, everyone was like, how does Tony Romo know the plays? Um, it was kind of like that. Like he predicted a pickoff. He predicted a double play. It was just, that, that was a wild experience <laughs> for me. Um, the USA games, I will play the old card a little bit. 
I got excited for the first game. East Coast time, it was 10 p.m. on Sunday. That's yeah. a favorite time for a lot of people. Yeah. So I'll be honest. Like, I watched the first inning, and I was like, ah, they might figure it out. They didn't. I'm never yeah. was freaking out. Um, and then right now, they got the uh, DR Puerto Rico, which I think that's yeah. about to take the tournament to the next level. Yes. Um, yeah. That um, I'm excited to get there because – it's also with the World Baseball Classic, everyone has the little stuff they like. Like there was a guy from the Czech Republic that struck out Otani. Like that hits a chord for some people. For me, uh, the kid from Nicaragua that struck yes. out Machado, Soto, Endeavors, and then he got signed. Like yeah. that's unreal, man. That's like that's that guy's life. <laughs> and yeah. now he's now <laughs> right. he's a part of the Tigers org. So that's the stuff that gets it for me. That now I feel like we're checking that box of the tournament. Yeah. And now right. we're going now we're going to the real stuff, right? Yeah. Like now it's, hey, whoever's coming over to these final games, like you want to win. Um, and I, I'm excited for that because up until this point, like when when the US lost the first game and everyone was freaking out, I was kind of like, I get it. Everyone can finish three and one and the run differential is not good, but we're also playing baseball, people. Like I bet that's not how it plays out. Yeah. Next yeah. day. Next yeah, yeah, yeah. day, it was gone. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited to watch uh, PRDR tonight. And then uh, I think the rest of the, the games the rest of the way are going to be pretty yeah. electric. There's like three plots for great movies already in this yeah. tournament, it feels like, <laughs> right? Between the Czech Republic, uh, the pitcher from Nicaragua, like all sorts of great stuff. But uh, we did want to get your thoughts on the best and worst World Baseball Classic uniforms. I, I, I think – I. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but we, <laughs> but we had some thoughts on Great Britain's uniform, obviously. So, you know, you guys are in the t-shirt game. We do some t-shirts yeah. over here as yeah, well. Yeah, you guys got some and, good stuff. And and it's been it's been a joke for a while that like fonts and design, my brain just doesn't see it. Like, sure. at, yeah. Some, sometimes our graphic designer will send me six logos that are slightly different. And he'll say, "Which one do you like?" And I'm like. <laughs> Like, I, how, I, no, like there's all six people. of the same thing. What is it? What are you doing? When I saw the Great Britain jersey, I could not be more disappointed. Like right? the, the fact that I can see it and it got to that point that it's on the field. Like, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's like uh, a first draft, you know, it's not even it's, it's like it's that's like the uh, that's that's going into instagram stories and like making a jersey and like, yeah, you're like right, oh, you're right, Great right. um so that was yeah. unre- that was unreal to me um i did it's always bias in sports that somehow that baby blue looks good that mexico yes. busted out the baby blue yes. and that was like oh yeah. yeah i didn't i i don't know the, you know the color on the flag rules there but either way that's a sick jersey so yeah that's, they also had i some- think those are they had some warm-ups that were incredible, too. The Team Mexico, like, yeah, matching right? warm-ups and stuff. Yeah, it was just fire. Fire, fire uh, attire all around. We saw your picture, by the way, with the uh, with, with the, the the base, uh, what was it, uh, Big League Chew yes. outfit today. Oh, yeah. So, loving that. <laughs> yeah. Loving the Big League Chew stuff, for sure. Uh, last, last thing for me, Jake. Uh, you talked about before how some of these games are kind of escalating. And, you know, as you move into the quarterfinals and, and so on, things are just going to get more and more exciting. What do you think is the ceiling for the World Baseball Classic as far as like how big of a spectacle can this be around the world? I mean, it, 
I don't know about like World Cup status. Like that might be a little out there. The timing of it is really weird happening right now during spring training. And a lot of pitchers in particular don't really want to participate for for good reasons. Uh, But where do you see this going? Like could Major League Baseball really turn this into something that is somewhat like the World Cup someday? I think it's gotten to a good place. I, I think it's cool that we're we're playing games all over the world. We got a lot of stars in there. Like, I'll be honest, you know, there there is a, you know, half of my fandom does go to the Yankees. Um, that, like, Aaron Judge, after breaking the home run record, because all, all of these international tournaments outside of the World Cup that's been doing it for a while, the the copy and paste is the dream team from the USA. Like the, sure. when that, yeah. when that team went over to Europe, like now look at how many European basketball players are, are coming over. I mean, it, it's unreal. I, yeah. When you look at some of the best players in the NBA, that the fact we got there, if you told people that in 92, they would have laughed at you. Right. Like yeah. if you described Giannis or Jokic, like in 92, people would have been <laughs> like, no, that, that doesn't even exist. So <laughs> That's where I'm, I'm excited in, in some of these countries that aren't playing a lot of baseball. Like, you know, guess what? In, in 20 years, I bet there's a Great Britain ball player and, and a Czech ball player. And, yeah. and, and that part of it's really cool. And I wish that all the stars could do it. And I think the only way it would get there is if they did it in the middle of the season because yeah. that's where soccer thrives. All these yeah. guys are conditioned. And, you know, look at, look at Team USA staff right now. You know, no no shots fired at our guy Merrill, but, you know, I I think if we did a video game fantasy draft of the United States pitchers, he, (laughs) you know, he might have been a sub, he might have been a sub in uh, for a Cole or a Rodon or whoever it may be. So you're absolutely right. I think, I think for, for what the current sandbox we're playing in, that it's going to be before the season every four years, I think it's in a great place. If we really wanted to go to a next level, you would open up a chunk of the regular season and I just don't see the powers vested in us yeah. doing that, which, yeah. which is fine. And Hey, I mean, who's regular season. Am I, I'm basing it off of MLB's regular season. Should we be basing that off of um, one of the Japanese leagues or something like that? I don't know. So that's, yeah. that's where it gets a little convoluted, but sure. I, I think, I think it's, it's in a really good place. There is a next level. I don't think it'll get there and that's okay. Um, but uh, I'd be open to it if we if we could really talk about it. Yeah, I love that idea. And I think that's something that we heard uh, Max Scherzer say, maybe like an uh, all-star break or something like that. But, hey, man, we appreciate you so much for coming on. We thank you. Uh, we're still not... We're still not okay with 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 the uh, the under the under prediction, <laughs> but we're, we'll, we'll, we still love you. Yeah. How about this? I I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I hope I hope the boys ball out. I'll eat it. Hey, I I thought the Orioles last year were gonna struggle to get to sixty, and they won eighty something. Yeah. So yeah. you know what, man? That's the beauty of the sport, right? Like, it really is. We, if if Gallon and the rest of that rotation goes, and some of the guys, I don't know. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I I will say this because I've I've now cooked the books with my somewhat snakes fandom. Okay. <laughs> uh, that when the when the ratings came out, the Dimebacks were at nineteen or twenty, and the Red Sox were behind them, and yeah. everyone everyone was pissed at me, and I was like, <laughs> oh man. And then when the comments came out, there was a lot of people who weren't Dimebacks fans, just baseball fans, that they crunched the numbers on all that young talent, and they were like, I kind of. This could be a sneaky team. So yeah. I, I, I think that's a credit to what's going on. And 
Um, I got to check out my schedule, but I think I might be able to make it out to a game in August this year. I think it's it's a I think they play the Padres one weekend. So if I if I do that, I got to link up with you guys. You and absolutely I, do. We'll get you in and here. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty friendly with them. If I, if I could work in a first pitch or maybe a last pitch or Led. something, Ooh, I'd be down with that. Hey, we're looking for a closer still. You know that. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's just put it out there. You've seen the blitz ball, man. You've seen the blitz ball. I can trick them. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Jake. Hey, thank you, guys. Jake is the absolute best. Big shout out to Jake for joining us. Do of you, course, do big you forgive? Poppy. Do you forgive no, Jake I do not for taking him. the under? I'm, I'm very... 73 wins. I'm very excited he was here today, but I do not forgive him. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Because here, here's what I'm going to say in, to counter Jake's 73 wins is that we play the division that he's talked about less. So in any case, I feel like we would win more wins uh, in more games in 2023. Not to mention the fact that we all know what was the terrible dumpster fire that was the bullpen for the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2022. I don't believe they're going to lose as many games as they did last year. And to be honest, we have some very early spring training numbers that might excite you and back that up just a little bit. But first, we we're need all you about guys. getting excited over spring training. We, we, yeah, like I'm reactionary. Now <laughs> I'm getting this guy on, on board with it. But of course, there, there, there's no need to react. You know what you need. You need gas. You need coffee. You need snacks. You need to go to Circle K. Uh, check out your local Circle K for the best of all of those things. Uh, fill up and get yourself filled up over at Circle K. Uh, we've already talked about our favorite road trip snacks and everything like that. But of course, you guys need to tell us what your favorite road trip snacks are. So drop them in the comments. We always appreciate that. Uh, and make sure to stop by Circle K. We're also very excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. To kick things off, we've teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity. Text PHNX to 31310 for an opportunity to win a $500 gas card. Uh, see show notes for details. Jesse needs that very much because he is going to go out on the road. Uh, they've told us both that uh, we can't enter, but we're going to anyway, and we're going to send Jesse to L.A. and San Diego hey, to go I cover mean, some games. I mean, I think somebody, like, whoever wins that $500 gas card, like, you could go to the, the opening series against the Dodgers, right? You could drive out there. You could go to the series against the Padres. Yep. It's right after yep. it. Then come and on home. And you'd still have some money left yeah. over, I think, He's on that gas wrong. card. So Especially if you got a good, good efficient vehicle. I bought That's a new true. car, so I'm very excited about that. I I, I actually You uh, almost bought a new car. I'm there. I'm close. I'm very close. This process is I awful didn't see and I hate it in the parking cars, garage. So no, you I'll did tell not you, buy a car. <laughs> when I do buy the car, I'm gonna celebrate with beers and I'm gonna make Jesse drink one with me, and it's gonna be four Peaks Brewing Company beers. Of course, you can get those at Circle K and you can get them obviously wherever you get your beers. Make sure to check out uh, their wide variety of beers that they have. They're all delicious, and they have a beer that suits your needs. I guarantee it. Uh, they also have spring training tours throughout the month of March. So you can go check out their A Street Pub and take a tour, see, hear some ghost stories, find out how they make that wonderful beer. You can also check out their event calendar at fourpeaks.com slash events for all your beer week entertainment. And you already know, of course, the best place to spend St. Patty's Day is Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, of course. Uh, I'm I'm supposed to call all of my office friends degenerates, and they love when I do that, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say they're all wholesome, kind individuals that are all upstanding gentlemen, And uh, uh, but we know that's not true. Uh, hang out with these groups of lunatics and uh, enjoy a damn good time. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, and last, of course, we want to give a shout-out to our friends from Rotowire. Of course, Rotowire is the 
best place to get all of your fantasy baseball season information. Uh, I, I want to do those drafts pretty pretty soon. Get now. on the mock draft. Only got get, a, yeah. only got a couple weeks left. Yeah. Not just the mock draft. Like you want to do the your real, real draft, draft here yeah. pretty pretty soon. I, I try to hold those out as close to the end of the season or spring training <laughs> as, as close possible. to the end of the end season. Of the season, yeah, the start of the season. You get what I'm saying. But I have done a few drafts like a few days into the season, and yeah. it's weird because at least in the leagues that I've done. You like already accumulate stats for a few days and you feel oh. like you had no. Yeah, because like it it still plays like the sure. first full week sure. of, of fantasy baseball. So, yeah, it's a little it's a little weird when you when you draft a team and then suddenly you already have like you're already, you know, getting completely trounced by your opponent uh, it, from, it, from day one. It's, it's also it's also weird to go in without any information like I do. Uh, I am not very good at fantasy baseball. I will say that. So Rotowire has my back and it's the only way that I can compete with guys like Jesse over here. He makes his own. Uh, spreadsheets. I don't know if you know that about him, but he makes his own spreadsheets and it's scary and I do not want to play him uh, in any fantasy sport. But for a limited time, Rotowire has our back. Like I said, they're offering a free two-day trial to our listeners. Just go to rotowire.com slash phnx to register. No commitments. Again, they are so confident that you'll like their product that they are not even requiring a credit card down uh, up front. Uh, take a peek behind the paywall and when the trial is done, you can decide if a Rotowire package is right for you. So make sure to check them out at Rotowire. Dot com. Jesse, we've seen some D-backs players play pretty damn well this spring. Uh, and it's, of course, a small sample size. We'll preface it by saying that. Again, I'm the reactionary one. This guy is the calm, level-headed one that tries to take into it's account. A it's a small sample size, and it's also it's also spring training. It's also so. spring training. See? See? Well, actually, Jesse is here. Uh, but, Jesse, do you want to give us an update on some of the Diamondbacks' top performers, specifically... I want to hear about some bullpen guys. Oh, some bullpen guys. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll start well, no, there. Right, well, we can start with the offensive guys because I know like Kyle Lewis has been just kind of knocking the cover off the ball. This yeah, time. Kyle Lewis has been really, really impressive. Uh, the D-backs kind of slow played him a little bit to mm-hmm. start spring training. He was still not feeling quite 100%. I don't think there were any... Um, it wasn't like an exact injury or anything that he was working through. It seemed like they were just kind of slow playing him. Obviously, he's been through a lot from an injury standpoint sure. over the last few years, just making sure that everything's ready to go. Um, but man, he has looked ready to go uh, so far. Six for 14 offensively. It's not that many at bats. Uh, he has a, a nice 929 slugging percentage um in in those 14 at bats not we saw, we saw not one of those home runs that was a pretty, pretty yeah oh well, it was uh i think it was reviewed and they couldn't decide if it was a double or a home run but it came back as a home run and yeah like man he's just been having a really nice showing so far in spring two homers six rbi and a double uh so far so kyle lewis has has really made things interesting for the d-backs because the other guy that kind of really stands out to me is Paven smith which is um, not does not make it any any easier no. for them, right? Because I imagine that those two guys are kind of playing for a similar role on this team, right? I think they are. I don't. I don't think the Diamondbacks can have both Kyle Lewis and Paven Smith on their opening day roster. It yeah, just doesn't. Was... It doesn't work. You have to leave space for a backup shortstop, which we think is going to be Geraldo Perdomo. Um, and if you do that, you can't have both Kyle Lewis and Paven Smith unless someone else gets hurt. Uh, there's just not room on the position player side for that. Well, and you also have the fact that even though Kyle Smith is doing better offensively, Paven Ky- Smith, Kyle, Kyle Smith, Kyle Lewis, does it Kyle Smith? <laughs> That's Paven. the solution, Derek. You found Kyle it. Smith. We can't have there both Kyle Lewis and Paven yeah. Smith, but maybe we could have Kyle but Smith on Paven, the opening day roster. Paven Smith obviously has the versatility there to back up both outfield and first base, where I'm sure that yeah. they're not going to do that with Kyle Lewis. Uh, Kyle might not Do you not think even... we'll see Kyle in the outfield? The I believe I believe this weekend yeah. we should see Kyle Lewis play in the outfield. Tori Lovello said that yesterday. 
Um, but yeah, even, you know, even if everything is, is as good as it could be from that standpoint, Kyle Lewis still doesn't play first base. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, who's your backup first baseman? Are you going to put Lourdes Gurriel Jr. over there? Well, and we, you know, have- we know Lavolo loves his versatility too when it comes to guys that can back up and play different roles. And yeah, I'm sure that's going to factor in there as well. But uh, Kyle Lewis doing an exceptional job so far. Another guy doing a great job, Gabby Moreno. Yeah. Uh, 412, 474, 824 uh, slash line with two home runs, two RBI, and a double. Uh, and hasn't had. Uh, a ton of playing time, but so far has been taking advantage of the playing time he's been given. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of catchers that they're kind of rotating through. So, um, yeah, it's only been about every every three games or so that Gabby Moreno has gotten the start. But, man, he looks like the real deal offensively. He really does. Um, the bat-to-ball skills, you can see what people are, are talking about when they give Gabby Moreno like a 65 or a 70 hit tool. Uh, the guy just really, he can hit anything, it feels like. There are certain hitters, and, and the D-backs certainly have a few of them, where you know they're good low ball hitters, but they struggle with anything elevated, or they're good high ball hitters, but they struggle with, with stuff down, or they can't hit stuff in on their hands, those kind of things. Gabby Moreno, and obviously it's still a little early, but from what I've seen, it's like there is almost nothing that this guy can't hit. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's yeah. why he doesn't really strike out. It, it's not necessarily that Moreno is hitting 100 and. 20 mile an hour laser beams all over the ballpark or anything. It's that the man can make contact with just about yeah. anything. Yeah. The single that he had that, uh, I forget which game it, this was earlier this week, but he just had a single where he just completely reached out. And yeah. like there was a massive hole on the right side of the infield and Gabby Moreno yeah, just, just like poked, poked the bat yeah. out and it was, it was a beautiful piece man, of hitting. It, it made me very happy. It does. And I don't know how, like, especially when you talk about this guy being as young as he is, as highly touted as he was as a prospect, and now he's a part of this team where his age matches up very well uh, with some of these other guys currently on this team, including one and only Corbin Carroll, who's been having himself an incredible spring, of course. The one thing that just amazes me is he already has two triples. And I know he hasn't played a ton of games. He's he's played uh, nine games and had 33 played appearances, and he already has two triples. And the triples... Of course, as you can imagine, were 100% created with his legs. Like these were probably shots that most likely would have been a double for your average baseball player. But as you know, Corbin Carroll is not your average baseball player. He is the fastest man uh, on the planet. And and not only that, but I, I believe if I'm recalling correctly... I don't think either of these triples were even close. Like, I don't think the no. throw was anywhere nope. close. Nope. <laughs> so even nope. if some other guys in the league, you know, maybe maybe they could have found a way to get to third base. Corbin Carroll's there standing up, standing you know. Up. Yeah. Uh, he, he's eaten a few Cheetos by the time the, the ball comes in. So <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't no, know, it's I don't like know where it's, it's, from, it's it, he's describing <laughs> what happens when Jesse and I race from the ballpark to the office. Basically, <laughs> I get here long enough before him to have a full meal and drink a beer before right. he's here. But are Cheetos your, your oh, choice, I love Derek? Cheetos. Probably not for a show. I'd get my keyboard all orange and gross, <laughs> you know, and that I don't like. But uh, Buddy Kennedy, another guy, unfortunately, defensively still probably isn't locked in uh, at a position. But man, uh, at the dish, he's been killing it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, Emmanuel Rivera has been good. Another in guy, the, good in yeah. the World Baseball Classic oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, I know. So, I'm, I I can barely keep my attention focused right now because we have the Puerto Rico uh, Dominican Republic game on right behind this wall, and I keep kind of trying to lean over and see what's happening. But uh, speaking of trying to lean over and see what's happening, what is happening in this bullpen, Jesse? Because so far, I like what I see out of a couple of new additions and. 
I, I kind of I'm pinching myself to to wonder if this is real or mm. or if I'm just uh, being being once again fooled into believing that the Diamondbacks might be a much better team than we saw last year. So I mean, again, spring training numbers. Give it you know, to me. I don't take, care. Take, Give it, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, Kevin, we'll start with a guy who's already already was here last year that we kind of expected would would make the team. Uh, Kevin Ginkle has looked really good this spring, six and a third innings. He's allowed six hits, three runs, but none of those runs were earned. Uh, one walk, three strikeouts. Not a, not like a ton of swing and miss or anything. Um, I don't think Kevin Ginkle's four-seam fastball is is quite the swing and miss pitch that you might think it is for being 96-97. It has uh, more horizontal movement than it does, than it does vertical. Um, but his slider is legit, and his command has been excellent. Uh, I think he's in a very good spot right now to to make the Diamondbacks opening day roster. And then as far as the new guys go, Scott McGuff, Scott McGuff, man, has we not allowed a hit. He has not allowed a not hit, not a run, not a hit, not anything, not Five anything. One walk. Innings, that's what he's allowed. One walk, one walk, seven strikeouts. He's getting people to swing and miss. Uh, he's looked outstanding. And Miguel Castro has Francisco Lindor just hitting inside got the park home run. Let's go, Puerto Rico. Vamos. Oh, sorry. I need to let that out. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Miguel Castro, four innings. Uh, he is, I believe, allowed one hit. I think I, I yeah. miswrote that on our little yeah. rundown. Uh, four innings, one hit, no runs, one, uh, zero walks, five strikeouts. His velocity has been down actually a little bit from last year. I think it's been more 96 with the sinker than 98. Um, but there's still some time for that to come back up and, uh, I don't think there's there's too many concerns about that at this point. Most surprising name on this list, Jesse, Jurius Familia. Is that is that for you the most surprising? surprising I, I'm name? I'm wondering if that's the most surprising for you. I mean, I mean, he's he has looked good. He has looked good. Four we know and two that, thirds, yeah. two hits, one run. Brent Strom said that uh, Jurius Familia has been experimenting with a new grip for his slider. Mm. I believe it is. Um, so that was something that he said to sort of be looking for. I haven't gotten to see much of, of Familia personally, so hard for me to, to judge too much on that, um, from the eye test, but the numbers certainly look good. Numbers Four and two thirds innings, two hits, one run, uh, one walk, four strikeouts. So we know Still, the D-backs like their, they like their veterans in, they in like, the bullpen. They do so. like, especially to start the season. We've talked about that. They are going to go with experience to start the season rather than necessarily the hot hand. And when we say hot hand, of course, we're talking about Justin Martinez, who was optioned by the D-backs down to AAA Reno because that guy's a flamethrower. He was throwing 102 miles an hour like it wasn't shit. He was throwing uh, too hard, he so was, they, yeah, they decided to yeah. send him down. Yeah, no, I get it. That that's what I do. But <laughs> Martinez's stats aren't great, but they were good for the majority of the outings. He really just had one bad outing, I felt like, that really um, added those earned runs up and things like that. But I do not think that is the last of Justin Martinez we've seen in 2023. So yeah. look for that guy to bounce back, especially if the Diamondbacks decide to do the thing that we hope they do, which is, you know, uh, evolve as the season progresses. And that's one thing that this bullpen is definitely going to have to do uh, in order for this team to compete in the NLS. Like Jake said earlier, uh, it's not really that the team is bad. It's just how good those two other teams in this division really are. Yeah. And then there's always those giants that you got to worry about. But uh, what we don't worry about is you guys being here. We thank you so much for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We thank our regulars. We thank anybody new that showed up. Thank you guys so much. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our little channel here. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss. It's not a week. little Go. channel, Derek. It's, it's now ten thousand subscribers. Like almost eleven thousand subscribers strong. So 
Hey, you know what? I'm humble. Of course, Jesse, huge ego. You guys know that. Uh, uh, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite audio podcasting app. Leave us a, a review. We always appreciate the feedback. And of course, if you haven't done so already, sign up for our uh, diehard membership over at gophnx.com. Get wonderful stuff. You get a piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com uh, for free. Every year you're a member, you also get 20% off all future purchases. Members only invites to events. Members only merchandise that you can only get as a diehard you also get discounts with our partners. You get so much more. You get Jesse's newsletter, Full Count, as well as the newsletter from Gerald, Craig, and Howard. You also get uh, members-only access to our Discord lounge. So much more. So much great stuff to be had as a go as a diehard member over at gophnx.com. Rumor has it there might be some some takeovers coming to Chase there Field this season. There might very well be some takeovers. And, and the diehards would get 20% off any said takeovers. That's right. So, and uh, maybe... Saying. Maybe, maybe we make our way down to that pool one of these days. We'll Ooh. see what happens. I don't know. Have I'm you just, ever have you ever actually like have you ever swam in the Chase I Field? I've never there? swam. I've been invited to go down to the pool area because friends of mine were there, but I did not come prepared to be in the pool. It was it was not like a, a pregame thing. You have to bring I don't know if you know this, but uh the swim trunks or something of the sort to jump in the pool. Like you have to? Like they won't let you. I go in without I that. Is that what you're saying? Not. I imagine that there's some etiquette. Well, they let the, the Dodgers area. go in, right, Derek? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Um, tell Jesse what furniture to buy because I'm sick of his shit, and I'm sick of him buying Chase lounges. Let's be honest. I am sick of him pull, poorly furnishing his house, so make sure to send him all the ideas that you have uh, for him to get stuff, and, and make sure you understand how big his ego is going to grow when those cashiers also recognize him as being Jesse Friedman from the PHNX <laughs> D-Back show. But uh, for you, of course, make sure to make yourself a lovely space for you to watch not only World Baseball Classic, but baseball, which is starting in two weeks. Do you have your chairs? Do you have your area for snacks? Do you have your place to put your phone? You need all of that stuff. Get it from morefurniture.com. You can also have it delivered with their wonderful white glove delivery service, which will bring it in and set it up for you. Uh, glucosamine con I, no, I'm not Jesse. Can you, can you hit up that second word for me here? Talking Jake fan here. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Uh, Ryan says, uh, it's frowned upon. Yes, I know it's frowned upon Ryan. Um, still we, uh, we thank you guys, uh, for giving Jesse all of your ideas for furniture. And more importantly, you guys say, Oh, microphone, come back here. You guys say big <laughs> on furniture in the Valley. When you head over to morefurniture.com. Uh, we had an interesting comment the other day when we were talking about the Team USA versus Team Mexico game uh, about the size of the crowd at Chase Field, about how electric the atmosphere was, and basically about how the Arizona Diamondbacks should do a better job of catering uh, to the Hispanic community here, which I kind of disagree with a bit, not the idea of that, but I think that the Diamondbacks do do a great job. I just said do do. Uh, they obviously <laughs> do a great job, um, but they they I feel like they do a great job at catering to the Hispanic community. Uh, I know that it goes beyond the Los D-backs jerseys. I know there's things in the ballpark like La Taranza that has all sorts of great food and kind of an area dedicated to the Hispanic culture in the Valley. I know that they do uh, during the season. They have a lot of people, uh, a lot of street fairs and things like that. But I, I kind of I, I get what he's saying from the aspect that uh, there there is a great Hispanic community here in town that love baseball. And it really is something that when you look at the World Baseball Classic and all of these people that, you know, came here to the to, to Chase Field, that it really, you know, there is a, a baseball audience out there for the Diamondbacks to tap into a little bit more. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it's so clear. Like it was so clear being at that game on Sunday. Like the amount of passion that they had for Team Mexico was, so was much fun. Was insane. Well, in the game of baseball too, right? It's not just the teams. It was you know like the the video that you posted of everybody in that in that uh, home plate yeah. suite doing the the strikeout call and everything. Man, it was just. I think those baseball. were Team USA supporters, right? That's mistaken. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it was just. Uh, from from the entire building it was just a different atmosphere that we don't ever get to see yeah unless it's playoff time or whatever right and obviously this these are big games that mean something so we get the playoff implications of the world baseball classic but you know tonight merrill kelly is on the mound for team usa and man we would just love to see you know this this outpouring of support for team usa and for merrill kelly especially for diamondbacks fans here but I wouldn't be surprised if the atmosphere, even for a game like USA versus Colombia, which isn't as close to to Mexico as as we are, is still going to draw quite the crowd compared to a normal, you know, Wednesday night game at Chase Field. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what what I was saying before was kind of like they have so much passion for their for their home country, right? Yeah, and if you could harness even a fraction of that passion <laughs> for the Arizona Diamondbacks, yeah. right? That would be huge. Um, and Kevin made a made a comment in the chat that I I mean I'm sure is at least partially true. He's absolutely a right. A lot of those yeah. folks that yeah. live here are Dodgers fans, yep. not not Diamondbacks fans. I don't know how you practically go through the process of converting them. I don't uh, know if that's really a thing. It's um, like what we were talking about with spring training the other day, right? There's lots of baseball fans here in the valley, but because the Cactus League is here, people are allowed to stay supportive of their team the team their grandparents rooted for and their parents rooted for and now the royals still play in arizona even though you don't live in kansas city you could still root for the royals and go to 30 royals games a year and be a royals fan you can do that with the white Sox and the dodgers here in the valley you can do that with all of these teams that are part of the cactus league and i feel like that is kind of part of the reason why the 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 fan allegiance as far as baseball fans go here in the valley is so divided that's why we go to these games and there's so many away fans. These aren't people that traveled to this game. Yeah. These are our fellow uh, Phoenicians that are here, but they just root and for I, other teams. And I feel the same way about that crowd that came for Team Mexico. I think a lot of those people just live here in Arizona, right? Yeah, I, don't but they're, think, they're, I don't think they necessarily made the trip. But No, but it's a heritage thing. It's where your family came from or maybe where you were born or, or anything like that. But there's a lot of things that factor into this you know, tournament and the, the love of country, you know what I mean? Yeah. The love of country is something that just, it, it brings out a different level of fandom in people. Maybe, uh, maybe Alec Thomas, the fact that, that he was on team is on team Mexico and also on the Arizona diamondbacks. Maybe it, they, maybe they all become point. Alec Thomas fans. It's a great point. Cause sometimes look at me, I'm a Kevin Durant fan. I always have been, and now I'm living my best life. Right. But I rooted for Kevin Durant wherever he went. Nah, not in Brooklyn as much, but you know, elsewhere. Uh, but for sure, you rooted like, for Kevin Durant when he was with the Warriors. Yeah, kind of. I kind of wow. did. I okay. kind of did because I wanted him to get a chance. I, I, I am willing to be fully honest and say that I thought Kevin Durant was like the. I thought he was so soft when he went to Golden Man, State. Man, I, you know. I, I've loved him since Texas. Like I thought he was. I thought he was going to fill out eventually, which he never did. But besides <laughs> that, I mean, I just. So now I'm to that point where I I have my favorite player on my favorite team, but. I mean, it doesn't mean I didn't root for him elsewhere. And the same thing, like Alec Thomas is probably creating all sorts of fans. Uh, we know there's at least two people in our chat right now that want an Alec Thomas Mexico jersey. So, like, there's there's things like that that this WBC does for growing the game and and growing the community and making people 
fall in love with these guys yeah. and, and root for them no matter what team they play for, right? So, like, maybe there are some Team Mexico fans that that come to love Alec Thomas, and now they will root for him on the Diamondbacks. Maybe they don't care as much about how the team does, but maybe they're just a fan of his, right? But two guys where we are fans of, and we will never stop being fans of, is David Peralta and Eduardo Escobar. And I know a lot of people hate me saying that because David Peralta is now a Los Angeles Dodger, but uh, it's hard not to love the freight train, no matter people what team. People still like David Peralta, would. even though he signed with the Dodgers. I think it, there's 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 some to some they, of you he's dead, and I get that. But uh, for sure, uh, there's one thing that's great, and that is the fact that there's a Eduardo Escobar and David Peralta reunion on Team Venezuela right now in the World Baseball Classic, and it's going exactly how you imagined it would. By the way, <laughs> Escobar's still afraid of cats. <laughs> no, we have that there was also another wonderful shot of Escobar in the dugout just yeah. playing a bongo drum of, of Venezuela during the game. Like, I love World Baseball Classic Baseball so much, but uh, I also love the fact that Eduardo Escobar is still afraid of cats. He should always be afraid of cats. Don't forget, it's because of him that the curse of Baxter exists. I just wanted to throw that back Oh, yes. I'll yes, never forget course. that. He wore our mascot's decapitated head on a video, and that's just not to be allowed. But that's a that's a rightful penalty to thus forever be afraid of cats. Maybe he's afraid of cats because he knows that a bobcat's coming for him one of these days, mm. Jesse. But uh, I I just love I like I think David Peralta was genuinely kind of risking his life by yeah, going in and doing I this. Do. Like Eduardo Escobar comes out with he that bat, and and Eduardo Escobar is a professional baseball player who swung who swung a few bats in his day. Powerfully, <laughs> powerfully. Also, never forget the fact that Eduardo Escobar once said he would die for Tori Lavolo, and I still don't know like how far that would go. But anyway, we love all this stuff. We love Merrill Kelly being on the mound tonight for Team USA, and we can't get enough of this World must, Baseball must Classic. Must win game for must Team USA. Must win game for Team USA, and it's uh, it's just been fun to watch. It's been fun. Yeah. We're going to get down to it, and uh, I'm feeling like uh, a Japan-Mexico semifinal matchup is is – is kind of on its way to a collision, but we will see how that plays out. In the meantime, of course, if you guys are here for spring training fun, make sure to check out all the fun stuff to do over there around Salt River Fields. First, make sure to say hi to Jesse because he's there all the time. He never leaves. Uh, and then also check out Octane Raceway and Mavericks, uh, which is a great uh, race car track and arcade bowling alley. So much stuff. You can book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks, kart racing, virtual reality, Laser tag, axe throwing, which Jesse still refuses to do with me. Uh, bowling. I don't know if you ever officially asked me to go. I've asked you to several. You, you said no. For, you for just I said axe throwing, and you said no. I okay. texted you. I said you want to meet me with an axe somewhere, and you were like, "Why are you asking me this? This is weird." And I said axe throwing, Jesse, and you were like, "That's not something normal humans do." But <laughs> you can do that at uh, at Mavericks, and you can also get great food and drinks. Uh, they've got it all. Bring in your spring training ticket. Speaking of which, and you will get a free ten dollar game card check out octaneraceway.com and mavericks.com to learn more and they always have daily specials so of course wednesday is their winning wednesday half price arcade games all day long it's kind of late now in the day for that so if you go tomorrow big bucket thursday 20 dollars beer buckets there you go there i just planned your thursday for you uh and more importantly if you want to hit up these world baseball classic games 
Uh, is tonight's the last one here at Chase Field, or is, how's that break I down? I believe so. Well, yeah, if you're watching this right this now it. and you're making a last-minute decision, you know the place to go. That's game time. Jump on there right now. See if you can get a ticket. Go down to Chase Field. Watch yourself the final matchup I bet, here at Chase I Field. I bet you can still get a ticket for that I game. bet you can. Uh, and you can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. Uh, procrastinators can rejoice because this is a deal made for us. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And, of course, make sure to save money big uh, over at game time. That's all we got. Big thanks to our friend Talking Jake uh, for joining us and explaining his actions a little bit. Uh, I do feel less angry at him, but I still don't 100%. We're, we're going to have Talking Jake back on at some point during the season. Oh, and yeah. He might, he might be eating his words oh, yeah. a little bit, Derek. We'll, I hope we'll so. see. I hope so. Also, but. you were making that comment about me being at Salt River Fields every day. I wasn't at Salt River Fields today because the Diamondbacks spring training game this afternoon was rained out. He was there. Don't believe him. He went there. They were like, we're not open today. And Jesse like did that thing where he puts his hand on the like glass, sadly, and tear came out of his <laughs> eye. Um, but he's there every day that they allow him to be there. So make sure to check him out. Uh, check all of us out. We thank you guys again so much for following us, uh, watching the show, following us on Twitter. Shout out to any new viewers that came here because of your love for Jake. We love and appreciate you and hope you stick around. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy's at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you again for your time. And on behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself, we always appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's so much more fun when you take the over on a 73.5 win total for the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs>